0: like looked at like my best friends and my family and I'm like, "Uh, so I don't I will break my arm if I've ever like said no to you in my life?" Right. Yeah, I have yeah. opinions, I have thoughts, I have yeah. contradict. You know, I'm just yeah. kind of like am I'm a, I'm a person.
1: So.
0: <laughs> friends by accident
1: podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment.
0: This is Accidental Friends with Aline Deggin and Kristen Mandela.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Viv. They are an amazing company. They create eco-conscious period products like pads made out of bamboo fiber and tampons made from organic cotton, and we love that about them. So if you want to support us and you need some new period care, head to the affiliate link in our bio uh, on Instagram or our show notes.
0: Heck yeah. Heck yeah, We baby. love that. We um do. So it is the season three finale today. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. But um I know, wild. We, 12 it episodes is actually already, wild. Like truly I know.
1: flew by. Ridiculous. But-
0: um, we got a couple of questions when we put out a call a few, a couple of months ago. I guess um, I know I put out a call on my TikTok and this, this, one of the questions today actually came from someone who saw my TikTok and then, um, love that for them. yes, I'm on TikTok. Kind of weird, really, whatever. Nah. <laughs> 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 uh, and then she messaged me on Instagram and sent me this message and we just thought it's quite the doozy. Yeah, and then I also received a similar one,
1: and they both kind of just deserved a little bit more time to unpack, and they also share some similarities, so this is going to be kind of a boundary-themed Q&A to round off this incredible season. What more apropos apropos Apropos. way of doing that than – Talking about something that you and I are still actively working on. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so let's get into that. Do
0: we ever Do okay. we ever
1: works in progress?
0: Yeah, works in progress. So really this episode is gonna be like they they're similar in terms of questions. Um, and so I guess I can read, we'll answer. Yeah, just read questions. the whole thing and okay. then
1: we'll just go for it.
0: Okay, so this is from a lovely listener.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so she says, "Hey, so it's not really a question, and too long for the box. Sorry, the little question box. I listen to many podcasts, read plenty of books. I also work at a big retailer with IT. I'm actually the only woman on my team. Ugh, so it can be a struggle with that alone. Girl, I just want to pause right there and say I've been there, and it you is. Have.
1: So have I, actually. Yeah, not in an that's, office environment so much, but that's it can be rough. rough. It's it yeah. is
0: hard." Um, but my friends and family literally come to me for advice all the time about IT related items, coworker boss conflicts. Here's the kicker and no one likes to talk about I find. My friends think I'm doing so well at my job, but I don't have the heart to say it out loud to be like I am struggling. I don't know my next step and recently my productivity level has gone significantly down, but I got the time to help my friends and coworkers in a weird cycle of why do I help so much for others but not the same for myself? Also, am a people pleaser.
1: That goes without saying. She could have not put that. (laughs) I think we we picked up on that pretty early into the message. But that, yeah. If they listen to this episode, I'm sure you'll reach out to to them to let them know that we've answered the question. Totally. But I just want to start it off by saying thank you so much. What a kind and vulnerable message to put out into the ethos. Mm -hmm. And thank you for trusting us to. Try and navigate a response because we are not professionals. Obviously, everyone course, listening to yeah. this knows that. <laughs> We're not pretending to be. But it, I think by it is like really nice seasons, to, to reach like one We somehow out. get like, a, like, like a some p- kind of like certification PhD. or something <laughs> like – just a bullshitting Psychology
0: today reaches out to us and they're like, These two bitches know what they're talking hey, about. We can manifest.
1: <laughs> we can but man- I do want to say thank you because that's a very yeah, vulnerable thing to put out into the universe. And I think it's yes. something that also a lot of people do struggle with, maybe mm-hmm. in different degrees and you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And in different ways and facets in their life. But I think boundaries and feeling like it's much easier to show up for other people than it is for yourself is something that I particularly relate to a lot.
0: Yeah. I agree. And so I feel like this question—it's so there's so much in it mm-hmm. because like a having like being the only woman on a team of men or like at a company of just men is hard hard enough in and of itself. Yeah. So um, and I think that often to you- the outside world can also look like oh my god look at her she's killing it she's like holding her own but it's also like really tough because you just like want one other woman in the office to like.
1: Yeah, and I think even more than that, I think you also feel like you sometimes fall into a trope and you yeah. don't want to be coming off as like the the bitchy yes. one and yeah. who's like, actually I can't deal with this right now, like you need to figure this out on your own. Yeah. You don't want to fall into the like flirty whatever person then mm-hmm. have like somebody misconstrue you being yeah. friendly. It's a really hard line to walk, I t- mm-hmm. find, because um, often a lot of men don't read signs as they are like objectively, yep. you know what I mean. It's clouded by other things often. So I think that in itself, you often want to come off as very friendly, and so you don't fall into that bitchy trope. So you're probably answering a lot more questions in the office to like seem helpful and and pleasant mm-hmm. and whatever, because you don't want to be you don't want to be perceived as anything else. Yeah. And that can be really hard to drop a boundary without it kind of being perceived as like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, think I women, feel like I would even um, talk it's very to- easy to come off as for other people to perceive it as rude when you're really not intending to be at all.
0: I feel like I used to talk to you about this too, Um, Mm -hmm. even though, like, that's not really the question that she's asking, but it just, like, it really sticks out in my mind because I remember even talking to you about it that when I was in that situation, I felt like Mm -hmm. I was, like, being super masculine. Like, I was, like, I have to – like, I would tell you things that I would say at work or talk to, like, (laughs) friends about, like, how I was interacting with, the people in my office mm-hmm. and I felt super like I'm like oh it's just not me but I right. think that's the only way to get the information across and I also don't want to come across as like a weak woman that's like oh sorry right. like okay. that's more caring and like you know Ner-
1: fall into the nurturing nurturing category, category role. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it's so
1: funny how we find that we have to fall into one trope rather than just like being comfortable yeah being like the multifaceted multi-dimensional people that we are it's just like oh we have to be this one or two ideas and I think going back to her question the larger thing I think that she's coming to us with is that she has a really hard time showing up for herself yeah she's a really hard time putting herself first and it's really difficult to also not be like kind of like that selfless putting others first that kind of thing and you're in this cycle of like I know you and I had this chat, actually. I know exactly when it was about self-betrayal.
0: Yes, that's exactly where I was going I, Yeah, I knew it. I, <laughs>
1: yeah, the sneaky little grin. And I knew you were going to talk about it too. And you're more <laughs> adept at talking about it. But I remember when you first broached the topic of, of it with me. And maybe you can provide like a little bit more of a definition. But it so resonated and it so resonates for me with this situation, with this yeah. person. Can you talk about it? So, brief? okay. I'll, I'll and I will,
0: And I will also say that like there is – um, I think sometimes like I, I read a lot about it last summer cause this is, I just like, it, I figured out what, like what was stopping me. So mm. a lot of it has to do with like, you just don't think that your needs are that important. So okay. you put them on the back burner and then by the time you're helping everyone else with their needs and. Whatever you get a sense of validation from, like, oh, that was great advice, like or like, the external oh my god, validation you're yeah, it's the external validation. So then, by the time you get to your needs, you're kind of like tired, and you're like, I just want to deal with it. I just want to sit in front of the TV, or like, I just want to do stuff that like doesn't really help you in terms right. of like self care. Um, and so I had to like really tell myself that like, a, my needs matter no matter what. So I have to put my needs first, and that also looked like not keeping promises to myself. So oftentimes if I wanted to go do something and then someone, if you messaged me to be like, hey, want to grab dinner? And I was like really looking forward to a night of like maybe going to the gym or going for a walk and then like cooking a healthy meal, mm. something that I know would make me feel better. I would
1: inst- And that you had made plans with yourself to do.
0: Yeah. I would instantly drop that and be like, absolutely. Because I also think of it in the sense of like, well, why would you spend time with yourself if like right. you can spend like time, time with friends? It's like the dinner with me. I can't cancel, cancel on yet. myself again. <laughs> um so I found so one thing that I found really helped last summer and I I do f- I'm not saying that like I'm cured and I keep no, 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 all promises no. to myself because I I lately I, I definitely haven't. Mm. Um, but what I found last year is I kept like really little promises to myself. Mm-hmm. So I remember I went to a wedding uh, up North, like Deerhurst, Muskoka. Right. And I, for some reason had said, I'm going to do a workout in the morning before the wedding. The wedding was in the evening, in the afternoon evening. And I was like, I'm going to do a workout in the afternoon. And so I brought my gym clothes. I brought my shoe. I brought my running shoes. I brought all of it. I looked it up that there was a gym in the, in the resort, blah, blah, blah. And so while all, I wasn't in the wedding party, but while all the girls were getting their makeup done, I walked in and said, hi. And they were like, are you going to the gym? And I was like, yeah, I honestly I just told myself that I would. And even if I get down there for like twenty, thirty minutes, that's a promise okay. I want to keep to myself. Totally. It's just to it's just to build trust with myself
1: mm-hmm. that if that you, you say can you're gonna do something, you can follow yourself. through with it. I and know, it doesn't I love that. only
0: stick to like the gym or whatever. Like I find when I when I'm in that mode of like self-betrayal, I don't even trust my own ability like to go after my dreams. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, like, I don't think you'll follow through with it. So you, I don't put right. the effort in. And so I think Absolutely. that's before, but I will also say it's difficult to set boundaries too. And I saw TikTok on this, God bless TikTok, but someone was talking about how, um, we really like now I feel like it's like really romanticized to like have boundaries, like set your boundaries, put your boundaries in place. But also when you come from like an a more ethnic background mm-hmm. there's also a cultural aspect that a lot of people don't think about like it's it seems really For easy sure. to say um no I'm not going to do that because I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and not to say like by any means that my parents make me feel guilty or whatever it is it's just like a cultural upbringing that like there's a there's a respect there so then like if you say no to do something or whatever and the
1: gratitude I think also yeah. of bringing your yes. family to Canada, yeah. I actually, I have a quick anecdote about this that I find is super interesting when we talk yeah. about the cultural or like ethnic backgrounds of like family structures and mm-hmm. how that goes into boundary making. Because for me, I've been working on boundary setting with my family, and like not even in like a big way, but just like practicing, like you know what? Yeah. Like no, I actually can't go for coffee, or yes. no, whatever, yeah. I can't do this, or 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 whatever it looks like and it's very minor things but just it's a muscle right you have to mm-hmm. flex those muscles when so i say just do something for myself i really want to follow through with that thing for myself and again as you said even if it's the littlest thing but i remember talking to andres and his family and his grandmother will never listen to this but um we we <laughs> love her she's wonderful um but she is a person that lacks entirely any boundaries and yeah. she wants people to be available day or night and yeah um wants people to like drive her to appointments without really ever being super overtly grateful. Um yes. the like self-Yaya slander. A, it's not Yaya Slander, but it's just it is what it is. It just she's just the way do. that she is. And his family is so incredibly selfless and they're always like, oh I can't do that. I can't do this because I have to go take her to an appointment I have to go take her there for a right. walk, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, what if you don't say yes because she's not even really being that nice to you <laughs> about it. Oh God. You know no, what I mean? Never yeah. And I have so many examples of with friends that are like this, but it's just like it. For me, I don't have that same—not guilt mm-hmm. necessarily, but that same relationship with family and community mm-hmm. and ties. It's just such a different relationship yeah. that I don't understand. And my whiteness came in swinging, being like, if someone's not nice to you, you just don't talk to them. Yeah. And, they're, <laughs> and they're So like, I'll even okay, say say slow down. <laughs> like it's more sm- nuance on that.
0: The smallest thing. So, Mm -hmm. my, I don't have a car myself right now. I borrow the car from my parents. They have an, they have like, both my parents are retired. So, blah, blah, blah. So, they'll, Mm -hmm. both of them will truly happily drive down both cars and then drive home in one car. And so, sometimes to leave me with one. And then they'll do the same when they come and pick it up. And they've done it at like seven or eight o'clock at night. If I've needed the car all day, blah, blah, blah. So, sometimes when they do that to come pick up the car, and I've had like a long day and they like, there's a Thai place across the street from me that they love. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be like, oh, we're going to grab this. Um, and so this is, I, I'm saying this as like an example that they're going to grab it. And I'm always like, oh, like they should be able to just come here and eat it here. This was back, especially when stuff was closed. So like they would only get to do takeout and I'd be like, oh, they should really like be able to come to my house, sit and eat it while it's hot blah, blah, blah. Like they're doing this really, really nice thing for me. Like I should be super grateful, but I am so exhausted. I can't, I just want to sit, turn my brain to mush for an hour and then go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I found the, the first couple times I would, Guilt. I wouldn't say anything to my parents. I would never, I wouldn't say anything to my mom, but then they'd come and sit here and I'd be like, pissy and annoyed and blah, blah, blah. Right.
1: So then Making I slowly... Making it their problem, but they have no idea. They've done <laughs> nothing
0: wrong. They've done nothing wrong. They're asking me... And you also you come haven't said anything. Yeah, I haven't said a single hilarious. thing. I do
1: that all the time.
0: <laughs> so then I slowly started to say, my mom would be like, is it cool if we ask? I'm like, do you mind if you don't? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, don't feel bad about it. Like we're asking... It's, it's like you're, the home, ask you
1: is leaving room for a yes yeah. or no. Right. And
0: I found that every time I've said it, they don't get upset. They're just like, oh, okay, cool. No, we'll just which, we just Which is lovely. But figured, I also would
1: say not everyone is No, like not everyone.
0: But Because my, there are I, lots
1: of people that would react totally terribly. And then you feel like you don't, it's not actually a question. It's like a loaded question where you're like, I don't actually have a choice, which is I think sometimes totally. the position that this person could be in as well who asked Totally.
0: The so I think, I mean, just to get back to this girl's question mm-hmm. of like, how do I do it? I think what I would just say is to find like, A, I would like the the fact that you're struggling to say that like, you're not, you know, like you're not doing well and blah, blah, blah. I would just even find one trusted person in 1%. your circle. It doesn't have to be like, tell everybody and your mom and your grandma and your sister and blah, blah, blah. I would just say, tr- find one trusted person that you can be totally brutally honest with and say mm-hmm. that. And then I think what I would do If I was in that place and what I did back, you know, almost a year ago now is to make the smallest list of things, like three things of three promises you're going to keep to yourself. And it could be things
1: that you already do. Like that was one big thing when we first started talking about it where I was like, how do I get myself in the mind frame of like keeping like if I want to go to the gym or if I want to go for a walk or if I want to like keep these things to myself, sometimes I'd be like, I promise I'm going to make my bed. Like mm-hmm. so I'm already going to do it but it, it got me in the practice of just being like see like I can make promises with myself. You're rebuilding mm-hmm. that trust with yourself to be like yeah actually like I can set this boundary or like after work I already know that I have no plans. But, like I'm mm-hmm. going to keep this tonight and I'm going to make this for dinner. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of just like get into this ritual of being like I my word is just as meaningful when it's for mm-hmm. myself as it is for other people.
0: Yeah.
1: And sacrificing yourself seems really romantic like not romantic but you know what i mean like people romanticize selflessness all the time to be like yes wow like this person would take the shirt off your back it's like yeah that's an that's seen as a really incredible quality but it's often at the expense of that person yeah and their peace and i think it's so much easier to be incredibly generous of spirit and with your time and with Mm -hmm. your energy when your cup is full Mm -hmm. and your cup can never be you full do it if happily. you're always of course and you're coming from a place of like i'm not taking on any of your stuff mm-hmm. i'm offering my advice from a place of wholeness and because mm-hmm. i want to help you out because i love you and i have the time and i have the energy and i think we've I, i've explained this uh maybe another time but like when chloe and i because sometimes we would get on the phone and I'm like, I'm just ranting. I'm just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this happened at work and then this happened and then like I stubbed my fucking toe and on this and yada, yada, yada. And then I was like kind of like, I'm like, I'm kind of dumping on her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so we got into this thing being like, hey, like do you have the space for a little bit of event? Like can you just like stay silent for like yeah, six yeah. seconds or six minutes while yeah. I just like absolutely unload? Because you don't want to overwhelm the other person but also when they're at a capacity to like advocate Mm -hmm. for themselves you trust that they're like yeah absolutely I can take this on or actually you know what I kind of had a shitty day too I don't really feel like yeah I don't really feel like it but that that comes with practice me too but it comes with practice of also trusting that the people around you are able to receive that you know Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah and I think that just comes with vulnerability and I think this person really needs to make a maybe a list of people that she feels like she would be safe to share this with because I think suffering in silence even just the weight of expressing hey I'm not doing that well the weight that lifts once you've done it because you and I've done that to each other multiple times throughout our lives being like I am fucking not I'm in the weeds right now like I'm not okay even just expressing that to you and likewise Mm -hmm. to me The weight that's released immediately is just like
0: you almost feel like that's all you needed. Sometimes, totally, I've done it where I'm like, "Oh, that's all." What the fuck was I doing that for for so long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will also say, I think that like keeping the little promises to yourself and, um, like almost like uh, convinces your brain that like, oh, I have needs and and they 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 deserve time too.
1: Totally. And
0: I will also say is take note because I'm sure that there are people that, like, do things for you or, like, say nice things to you. And maybe you're, maybe you can be so focused on being, like, I'm doing all these things for other people. But if there's, like, somebody that does, like, two nice things for you or, like, says a compliment, like, really focus on those so that you can also see a little bit. Yeah. that, like, um, people care about you and people mm-hmm. want to do nice things for you too. I think, I I really think this just, like, comes down to, like, understanding that your needs are just as important as everybody else's that you help and it's not selfish yeah it's It's not not self-centered. absolutely it's not and if anything it'll only
1: deepen the relationship you have with yourself and the people around you to let Mm -hmm. them know that you need them just as much as they have leaned on you you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like yeah our relationship has only benefited from like the hard times
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: like obviously if we were skipping hand in hand across lakeshore i would love that that's incredible we should do it this summer but (laughs) <laughs> our deepest times in our friendship have come yeah. from being like, you know what, like, let's chat about this. Like, this is kind yeah. of weighing on me or this has been going on. And that's how you also build, like, really beautiful connections with people mm-hmm. that maybe they feel like it's a little bit one-sided. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. they deserve to be there for you as well because I think people surprise you often.
0: And I will also say that, like, like just to even, like, call myself out, but mm-hmm. it was so – this was such a thing for me that when we did that video – that. When we chopped your hair off, Mm -hmm. one of my things was um, my needs don't matter, Mm -hmm. and I like remember saying that and chopping it off as one of my things that that I wanted to release. That I wanted to release. So, like, if I this is active for both of us, definitely. Yeah, both of us, one thousand percent understand like this sentiment because we're also like people pleasers at heart yeah you know like i, like, I just
1: want everybody to be happy <laughs> yeah
0: and then i can be me
1: that's eh, fine <laughs>
0: and that was another one of mine is i another one that i cut off when when we cut off your hair was that yeah. i need to wait until everyone else is happy and so then i can be right. happy
1: right so like silly all silly, of this, goose.
0: Silly, silly goose
1: because and your happiness only then Makes the people around you happier.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: But we get yeah. into these narratives, you know.
0: Yeah. Seriously, those stories. And are I think just, a lot of it seems dumb. like,
1: yeah. And at the heart, <laughs> it's like it's trust and vulnerability. Like yeah. you maybe don't trust the people around you to receive you in your moment of need. You don't trust mm-hmm. yourself to keep promises and boundaries to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes we surround ourselves with people that maybe surprise us in those times. So I, I, I would just reach out. You are not alone. We're here for you in yeah. this weird parasocial way. But yeah,
0: but I'm sure honestly, a lot of people
1: can relate to this story.
0: Seriously, and like, thanks again. Like, I know we said it at the beginning, but like, seriously, thanks for for writing this one in and sharing it because uh, we we get it a lot. Totally, <laughs> we, yeah, totally we definitely understand. get it. Um. Okay. All right. So, so that, was, to, that was that, that was a great one. That was a great one. Was a love that.
1: A slam dunk if I do say something like that. We're just giving ourselves ratings on how good we did. Yeah, I (laughs) nailed that answer. Holy shit, did I kill that one. Um, Yeah. But yeah, do we want to move on to this one?
0: Let's do it, baby.
1: All right. All right. Um, Hi, (laughs) long-time listener, first-time DMer. Love that. Um, I have a friend who is starting her own small business, and I'm super proud of her for that. And I understand that it can definitely take up a lot of time, but… Since she gained a little bit of an Instagram following, it's been a lot of all about me FaceTimes, and every time we hang out, I come away with nothing, not even a reciprocated question, and I Aww. find it quite exhausting. Do I say something, and how do I say it, or do I just take a step back, see if she notices, and protect my own energy?
0: Okay. you, do you wanna... have something? That,
1: is this? You submitted this about me, huh? I hit almost yeah. 4,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> Did you? Getting a little, no, not yet. I'm oh. like 40 away, so if anyone listens, oh my to this God. And doesn't follow me on Instagram, God, getting a little oh too God, big for my britches. Exciting. Oh, I mean, I've I've been at that place for a very long time, <laughs> but still, it's
0: fucking sick. Um,
1: not about me. You did not submit this question. I, I absolutely obviously. Not. <laughs> no. But I think it's a very good one. I think because it's I a think very regardless of like the insta fame ego side of it, I think it is also something. Yeah. Within friendships, that's very hard to totally. do, which is to totally. be like, "Hi, me too." you yeah. know what I mean.
0: So do you have anything to, because I kind of have a bit of like a, a bit of a thing to say.
1: I want to hear your bit of a thing.
0: So I think that like, I, I, I feel torn in the middle about this because if it's like a really, really close friend, I'm all, I'm like going to be a proponent of saying like, of saying something. Right. But if everybody, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that, um, it scares me to say stuff. Yeah you know, but I do think that it always makes it better. I think Mm -hmm. that maybe, I do think that like when someone is starting their own business and doing all that stuff, it's really, it's really scary. And so you want to talk it out, especially Mm -hmm. like with people that like you trust and that care about you and and care about you and stuff. And like, it can be all consuming. Like that's all you can think about. Um, but
1: I do think that that's a habit that can then yes. continue past the beginning yeah. of business phase and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah. this person doesn't know anything and about I think, me. And <laughs> I
0: think that there's like, so then that's that's one thing that I want to be like, yes, I want to, I would say say something, but you know how close this person is to you of like, geez, because this is my, this is always my thing about like backing off, seeing she notices and then like mm-hmm. protecting my energy. Yeah, but... If she doesn't notice, are you okay with losing that friendship that way? Right. And that was also so, something I was going to touch on.
1: Yeah. is If so, you're going to back off, yeah. it has to be with the intention of understanding that your friendship also – like it may never fall to the, the wayside and yeah. not be the same. And if you don't reach out to them, I would say, again, if you really value this person as a friend and you mm-hmm. feel like they're a positive impact on your life and you love them for who they are and they love you for who you are – I would say everyone's allowed – I mean, like, everyone's allowed a little bit of a shitty period. I agree. You know what I mean? Everyone's allowed, like, Mm -hmm. I've been really bad at texting lately. Don't know where it's come from. It's been the only time I've ever struggled with this in my life. This bad. It's, like, this weird period that I'm in. I'm hoping my friends will give me, like, a little bit of a grace period while I navigate it. Mm -hmm. But – That being said, if it ever was to become like a longstanding issue, I would also hope that my friends would be like, okay, get your shit together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it goes both. It goes like a little bit of both where like I think everyone's allowed to be a little bit self, like selfish, a little bit like into themselves. Yeah. Like when you launch your business coming Mm -hmm. sometime soon, if you all, all you want to talk about is that, I would be like kind of down. Yeah. But at the, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I guess I know that I would also feel comfortable interrupting your conversation to talk about something about me. So I don't really know. It's kind of hard in those kind of situations. That's it's what like,
0: I mean. Yeah. I think that like if I... She's obviously
1: not leaving a lot of room yeah. for other discussion, which would be like, it would be tiring. Like I'd totally. be like, okay, I'm happy for so, you, but like you're pushing it.
0: <laughs> I think I've also like what I've done in situations, if someone is like constantly talking about themselves, mm-hmm. I have tried to do the same thing to be like oh, oh yeah. well, like me. <laughs> I've been doing this and blah 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 not mm-hmm. waiting for questions and just being like this 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 but at the same time I don't tell them anything like that deep like right. I just kind of tell them like you're just getting shit your voice
1: in a little bit just
0: to get my voice in a little bit and like interrupt their thoughts right um and but I think it, yeah that could open it up but I also don't think that's necessarily a very healthy way of doing things yeah because
1: you're kind of just it's like this you're adding subliminal on top of your, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I really think the only thing that really makes this question answerable, answerable from both of our perspectives is like understanding how close the friendship was. Yeah. Like if it was you and me and this was happening, we would say something. Yes. Because we would want to continue having a good friendship.
0: Yeah. but I think And if also feelin- we know that there's like – we have almost like a –
1: We've set it like, up so that there is room for that. Yeah,
0: but also it's like I know that this is just like a phase – right for you totally. it's not like you're like that all the time so if you yeah. are in a period of that i'm like okay a you're really really excited about something which is mm-hmm. sick yeah. but then if it goes on you're like okay girl like um, let's
1: rein it in a bit that's
0: like yeah reel it in a little yeah, bit yeah not as like a poo poo on your dreams but no. as like there's like a friend other people
1: here, here. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally yeah so um I yeah and i think you. yeah i totally agree and i think the one thing is like a friendship like this person is able to offer can be really helpful to a person that's really mm-hmm. excited by keeping them grounded and mm-hmm. keeping their feet on the floor when maybe they start getting a little bit more external validation or they start getting mm-hmm. a little bit more of an Instagram or social media following and they are they are getting a little bit too big for their britches. I think practicing and flexing your muscle of being like, okay, you know what? Like this is so exciting. You deserve it. Yeah. But let's not forget what's really important in this life. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah friendships are important and connection is important and not just social media connections you know what i mean and yeah. i think having a grounding force like it sounds like she is kind of trying to be would actually be very valuable mm-hmm. in this oh, situation yeah. it can just be awkward because again like exactly like you said you don't want to be perceived as like shitting on their excitement yeah <laughs> so it's not like hey that's like that's amazing but yes like, i know you're being that's selfish why it's, a- it's like i'm so happy for you like I also have exciting news. Can I share? Or I'm so excited for you. Do you want to have coffee? I'd love to just catch up, like, without business talk this yeah. Saturday or something. Like, yeah, you can yeah, kind yeah. of preface it that way so it's not just, like, when you're FaceTiming or you're chatting. It's only about you, like, you receiving a call from her. Mm-hmm. Maybe you call her and you're like, hey, I have exciting news to share. Or, hey, I actually yeah. need to get something off my chest. I, can oh we chat God, about yeah, this? You know what I mean? I love that.
0: Like, I, I would do that and, like, see how receptive – she is to your information. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have anything to share, like just like call and see is she – because also like if someone is like really, really doing this, really – I say really, really doing this, but it's like they're really in their head, mm-hmm. even if you call them, they're going to find a way to make the conversation about them. Totally. So I like that idea a lot of like call them and and just like
1: – I need to talk about this today yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Because I don't think – because i've been there before in this in this person's position where it's like i just am so in my own head about all the things that i want to do mm-hmm. that i don't leave a lot of room for other people in the conversation and i know that it can feel like a little poopy when somebody's like okay like my turn now and you're like oh i'm like so annoying yeah <laughs> but i do think that it's un- it's also like understandable it's like a two-way yeah. friendship and yeah. even if her ego gets a little bit bruised for a second i think if you want to keep up the friendship it'll be worth it But it goes back into the boundary thing too where it's like if you feel like you're just basically being her manager or whatever like on the side and you're not getting anything back and she's not receptive to any of these things that we've been saying, then maybe you do take a step back. Yeah. If you feel like it's really draining your energy. But Mm -hmm. I think everyone deserves a little bit of a grace period especially during an exciting portion of their lives.
0: And I would even say like if you are going to have the chat like maybe – I would, like, maybe take a take a step back for, like, a couple days just so that you have a cooling off period and you can mm-hmm. come come to it. I don't know. At least that's how I am when I'm, like, I, fi- I need to, like, say something. I can't say it right away because I'm, like –
1: Yeah, you need to digest. I need Ruminate. to digest
0: it. Yeah, and also, like, I don't know. I just need – But I think second. you and I are
1: both very, like – fiery in the sense of like sometimes you take a cooling off and you like see it from like a little bit of a different perspective and you're like okay like maybe i'm not as mad about this as i I thought it was or maybe this doesn't bother me as much
0: yes as i
1: thought it did it just like you get off a really annoying call and you're like well that person fucking sucks (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, like that's not when you call her back (laughs) yes yeah
0: yeah so i would definitely say like take a bit of a cooling off period and then Mm -hmm. also like depending on how close this person is um you can like adjust
1: your plan accordingly i would too because like, also wanna, like fuck it, if you're like not enjoying your calls, like I don't know. I just and this sh- has been going on for a long time. I don't know. Is
0: that what she said? Is that Does it say that? It's I think been it's going just been like time? it's.
1: Let's let's review.
0: See if there's like any kind of little nuggets in there that that'll help um, us solve the case.
1: I don't think so. I think it's just been like the like the past few months. I think where it's just mm-hmm. like she's been gaining a bit of an insta following, and then like whenever they chat, it's just only about like her. Her stuff.
0: Okay, so this is also my thing.
1: Okay. What's your thing?
0: If if she started or if she started a business, that's mm-hmm. amazing. And you want to support the business, like a hundred percent support the business. I think that it always makes me a little bit nervous. And I'm not saying this because like I understand that it's a job, but when you get a bit of an insta following, if if it's like if it's coming from a place of like, oh my god, now she's getting all this validation from like external validation of like Mm -hmm. oh my god so and so and this and that like Mm -hmm. I know that would piss me off too because I'd be like okay but we're here I'm happy to support your business like literally shout it from the rooftops I'll wear a fucking t-shirt morning noon and night anywhere I go like Mm -hmm. literally to my wedding I would wear the t-shirt of your business to support my friends a hundred percent I know I love I love
1: that about you the true cheerleader
0: like I literally would but I just think that like if it's gonna come if like I ju- I think that there's like so much nuance to this. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: So I think what you do is you blast her on social media. You tell her yeah, she's a bitch. Send to us your her face. At. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll Imagine spam that. her. <laughs> yeah. They're like hey.
0: You but sent. also like get her to listen to this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, just send it to her. Like hey, this is kind of weird. Like I didn't submit this question or anything, but. But it's kind like, of our relationship right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's it is what one. it is,
1: and I and I also think. And I think this goes across the board, but if the Mm -hmm. person doesn't receive you coming to them in your moment of need with a soft landing place and being in a a place of understanding and being like, I'm sorry that I've been a little bit selfish or I'm sorry this, I'm sorry that, maybe it is time to rework your friendship and, and, and recontextualize it within your life because I think that you should only, I think Alina and I both say this, is like I think the people who you surround yourself with are very mm-hmm. important and if you're biting your tongue constantly or always feeling like you come second fiddle in your life and in your yeah. friend groups, then maybe it's time to find some different friends.
0: And we have a whole podcast episode. on
1: <laughs> We do. Shameless but it, plug, but no, it's yeah, true. Yeah, it is true because I, I think you shouldn't always be feeling like the second, like yeah. you know what I mean, like the yeah. funny sidekick to the, your friends.
0: Yeah, no, baby, you're a main main character. character.
1: Everyone is the main character in this yeah. life. So, but you um,
0: to. I will also say, like, we I've gotten so many comments on that episode of like the the friendship one. Yes. like so many. I think it resonated
1: with a lot of. It folkies, resonated with a lot
0: of people, and we love and. That. I will also say this is coming <laughs> from my theater background. They used to tell us all the time, and I maybe this is why I'm like loving main character energy. Um, okay. But they used to tell us all the time, even if you were like a even if you had one line in the show, mm-hmm. that person. So like to everyone else it seems like that person's an ensemble character. We used to call her tree, we used to always call them tree bearer number 12. Like Okay totally random person. He, yeah. They're probably at the back, like holding the tree mm-hmm. stump or something. You know what I right. mean? Like mm-hmm. they're completely unimportant, but they always used to tell us that person has a life as before they walked on. And that person has a life afterwards. Right. So like you are the main character of your own show. And this, it was almost like this play yeah. is a glimpse into your life.
1: Mm. Not your
0: glimpse into their life, right? So you had to be like, "Where am I coming from? Where am I going? Who am I?" Blah blah blah, right. blah all this stuff, and it was actually like really, really cool. I like to that. think that like just everybody has like a life before and after this interaction. Yeah. So like you should, you do too. Like you should not be, like you said, you're not the secondary character. You're not yeah. the quirky sidekick. No. You're none of that. You're the and main I character, think,
1: and that only comes also from you believing it and you yeah. adjusting the tone accordingly yeah and hopefully your friends are also happy to see you succeed in in whatever way that looks like Mm -hmm. to you because you deserve it
0: agreed agreed yeah those are the only two questions that we had around this but I think that they were when we were like initially talking about this we were like these are kind of biggies
1: they are kind of biggies. And I think we we wanted to dive into the nuance and not be like a you should just break up with them or you should do this or you should. Yeah, do that. yeah. We wanted to kind of dive into it because I think the idea of boundaries is something you and I are still so um yeah. in the midst of working on yeah. when it comes to just like saying no mm-hmm. to things and mm-hmm. speaking your mind and not holding your tongue all the time and these mm-hmm. kind of things that like we get conditioned to just do to be perceived as likable and easygoing yeah. going all the time but like yeah. i'm over being easygoing to be honest um i'm so, so over it <laughs> like i'm like i used to be like i'm so low maintenance and i'm like no i have standards actually i actually do have standards and true. i even when i'm saying yeah. that i'm like mm-hmm. yeah um I know. so i hope anybody else out there who feels like they're also struggling with this can relate to the fact that yeah this isn't like a final destination that you get to i think it's an ongoing practice just like any Agreed. of the shit that we talk about i feel like it's always like In my head, I'm like, I'm going to meditate and then I'm going to be the best. And you're like, oh, damn. That means that you have so much more work to do because whenever (laughs) you think that there's a finish line, joke's on you, bitch. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's so funny because before I started like any of this like, I guess, healing Mm -hmm. stuff, I used to... Hear about boundaries and be like, okay, just like tell somebody no. Like I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, like like it if you don't want to do something, if you don't want to do something, then like say no. Or if like you don't want to go somewhere, say no. But then I was thinking of that in terms of like essentially acquaintances and also like maybe people like that people that, that you dated. didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like people nobody that I really, really care about. cared about. Yeah. <laughs> but then I like looked at like my best friends and my family, and I'm like, uh, like I, don't I will break my arm. No, if you I've and ever like- <laughs> said no to you in my life, right. Yeah. I have yeah. opinions. I have thoughts. I have yeah. contradict. You know, I'm just yeah. kind of like a, I'm, a, I'm a person. So.
1: <laughs> and everyone knows that you're a person, but I feel like you get in a thing where you're like, I just want to be like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I think um, I had that a
1: lot too with like my voice being deep and being like in my masculine energy growing up a lot. I always just like, I feel like I overcompensated sometimes. i being been like, hi
0: yeah 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 i'm like i don't
1: think i actually need to do that i think people think that i'm nice i've had it in my head my whole life that i'm not and that people just don't know it yet like they're gonna find out that i'm actually really mean but i've i don't i don't know where that comes from
0: wait sorry i'll bring
1: that up in my next therapy session
0: let's let's rewind that what you you're really nice like I, but people are gonna like think
1: I, yeah no like i thought like i was secretly like not a good person and that mm. people would like – so I was like acting nice. And then I realized I was like, oh, no, like I just – I'm just doing things that are easy to me because I am actually nice. I don't have like a secret yes, yes. to me. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I
1: think – I don't know. It's very weird. It's hard for me to like get into it now because I'm like, oh, it's almost the end of the podcast. But maybe we'll do another one where I have like <laughs> my <laughs> weird freaky alter ego that is like an evil yeah. villain or something.
0: Seriously. Yeah. I mean I always just found it easier to be nice. I used to I used to like want to kind of be – mean when Sassy. it was like, oh, that person pissed me off. And I'm like, yeah. Or like, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah. I forgot I was mad at them. I am so that person. Like right. I will forget. And I'll like ask you how you're doing and how your aunt's doing. And,
1: and you're like, shit. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm bad at this. Yeah. I'm so
0: bad at this.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: But, um, you know, oh, you so live cool. and you learn. That is...
1: That is how the saying goes. That is
0: how the saying goes.
1: And I do hope that anybody that listened to this, even if you aren't the people that directly ask these questions, gain some insight because I think it is something that's really important and keeping promises to yourself, even if they seem the tiniest, silliest things, it builds so much trust and in turn love for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I hope – that that is something that we take away from this including myself
0: (laughs) honestly (laughs) i'm not gonna lie sometimes this this was a reminder to myself that i need to do that again totally because i haven't i haven't been doing that in the last like
1: when you get busy it's so hard it's eh? so
0: hard it is so hard and like that's not an excuse it's just like i'm i i'm just like not making it a priority right and so i need to i need to make that get your shit
1: together Al yeah Jeez, <laughs> no, Chase louise Chase
0: louise anyway guys this was this was the episode this is, our this is finale. the finale looking <gasps> out i know and then we'll but be we're back coming back for season four you yeah
1: fuckers don't miss us too much okay
0: absolutely not we'll have our boobies sagging on the floor and we'll still probably yeah, we'll be still doing be this. doing it
1: absolutely
0: absolutely
1: um well i love you and i love every single person that listens and so does yes. Al. i know it
0: thank you so much
1: and thank you. we can't wait to come back for season four
0: yeah and keep sending us any questions even between now and that totally and we love doing we these q a episodes we so can love doing it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. ask yeah. af
1: <laughs> truly and um we'll see you when we see you love ya love ya this has been accidental friends deline and Kristen. this podcast was created by us and produced by chloe jackson thank you so much for listening You can check us out on Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you. See you next season.